This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, May 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Dairy digester funding gained steam. Water grants doubled. Dems set to move climate incentives. Dairy digester funding advances despite naysayers. A Senate subcommittee approved nearly 100 budget provisions on natural resources and climate change on Tuesday, advancing a number of packages totaling several billion dollars. This includes the Senate Sustainable Ag Package and -and cap-and-trade spending on ag programs. A number of environmental groups voiced opposition to the $60 million proposed for dairy digester grants, arguing the natural gas facilities would add to climate pollution. In response, Michael Bacadoro of the Agricultural Energy Consumers Association unpacked yet more promising statistics on the program. It has garnered just 1.5% of the $13 billion invested into emission reduction programs from cap-and-trade funds. Yet it has generated 29% of the returns on that investment. Arguments to not fund this program are misguided and contrary to the state climate policy goals, Bacadoro told the lawmakers as he called for more funding. Senate more than doubles water efficiency grants. In his May revision of the budget, the governor proposes $100 million in grants for water use efficiency projects. The Senate drought plan bumps that to $250 million. The administration would put that money toward CDFA's grant program known as SWEEP. The Senate would put $40 million to SWEEP and the rest of the Department of Water Resources for ag projects, likewise related to upgrading irrigation equipment and lining treatment ponds. A CDFA environmental scientist testified at the same subcommittee hearing yesterday that these projects may take 16 months to come online but deliver considerable water savings over a decade or more. There's plenty of leaky or inefficient farms that could use this money to save some water, stretch out the water that they have, save some of their crops, if we have an acute drought situation, said Subcommittee Chair Bob Wykoski of Fremont. It just seems like a wise investment given where we are today. The administration's finance advisor clarified that a much broader array of drought provisions is also included in the governor's budget. This includes $5 million for technical assistance to help farmers install and maintain these projects. Senate Dems set to advance energy incentives. Climate and infrastructure continue to be front and center on Capitol Hill. Senate Finance Committee will debate a package of clean energy tax incentives today while Republicans prepare a new counterproposal on infrastructure spending ahead of the upcoming Memorial Day break. The tax package includes a new clean fuel tax credit that would be tied to tighter and tighter greenhouse gas emissions requirements, much like California's low-carbon fuel standard. Keep in mind, Jared Whitstance, a biofuel economist at the University of Missouri, said the tax credit may not promote that much industry growth since the incentive would phase out once transportation emissions are significantly reduced. But he says the credit could give a financial boost to existing producers. 
Meanwhile, Republicans say they will have a new proposal on infrastructure spending ready by tomorrow. Senator Roger Wicker, a Mississippi Republican, told reporters the proposal would be worth close to a trillion dollars. Senator Chris Coons, a Delaware Democrat, told reporters he believes both sides are moving closer. We need to keep seeing movement on this scope and cost of the package, and I think you'll see that this week, he said. Enviros and NFU seek $200 billion in ag climate funding. Several major environmental groups, as well as several farm groups, including the National Farmers Union and the National Sustainable Agriculture Coalition, are calling on congressional leaders to include at least $200 billion for agriculture in an upcoming climate and infrastructure package. The appeal comes as Senate Agriculture Committee Chairman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan seeking $50 billion in new conservation funding to address climate change. Now keep in mind, most major farm groups are staying out of the funding issue for now. For more on why, you can read our AgriPulse newsletter. We also have reports on the energy tax bill and the latest on USDA's debt relief plan for minority farmers. USDA wants to measure climate benefits of CRP practices. USDA is trying to find out how much of an impact conservation reserve program practices can have on greenhouse gas emissions. The department is providing $10 million for measurement projects. The department is providing $10 million for measurement projects that will allow USDA to better target climate outcomes through CRP while gaining critical data to calibrate, validate, and further improve quantification methods within existing models and tools, USDA's Farm Service Agency says. Take note, measuring the impact of conservation practices is a key priority of the Climate Smart Agriculture Strategy USDA released last week. Businesses, ag groups, appeal for stepped-up basis. A coalition of business groups and leading farm organizations is urging congressional tax writers to leave stepped-up basis alone. President Joe Biden has proposed to tax capital gains at death, essentially eliminating stepped-up basis. Under current law, heirs are taxed only when they sell the assets and only on the gains that occurred after death. Repealing stepped-up basis by imposing capital gains taxes when assets transfer ownership at death would force many family-owned businesses to liquidate assets or lay off employees to cover the tax burden, the group say in a letter to leaders of the House Ways and Means and Senate Finance Committees. Now keep in mind, under President Biden's proposal, taxes on family farms would be deferred for as long as the farms stay in operation. Dairy groups welcome USTR action. Dairy industry groups are praising U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai for requesting a dispute panel to challenge Canada's operation of dairy tariff rate quotas. Canada has failed to take the necessary action to comply with its obligations under the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement by inappropriately restricting access to its market. This needs to stop, and we are thankful that USTR intends to make that happen. The word of National Milk Producers Federation President and CEO, Jim Mulhern. Here's today's He Said It. In a year like this, no one is wasting water. 
it's tight all over, and we're all just trying to get through. Like it or not, we are all in this together. That Justin Fredrickson, an environmental policy analyst for the California Farm Bureau, in a commentary. You can read more about Fredrickson and the state's next drought actions in the AgriPulse West newsletter later this morning. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, May 26th. For the latest news on Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.